Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with John Thurman of Axis Financial, Philip talks about what does anti-fragile mean, how to create a balance that benefits from tough times, and planning like a pessimist so you can execute with optimism. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All righty. It is September 7th, back from a long weekend, even though it didn't seem long, but it didn't seem long, but it was cool. Uh, here with John, we're about to talk some some more uh, planning ideas. I don't know about you, John, like this uh, this weather change got, mm-hmm. got, got me got me itchy, itchy in the nose area. Oh, the allergies are bad. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, At least say? for me. Did they say what winter is upon us? I'm like fall is upon us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm welcoming with opening arms, open arms. Absolutely. Well, um, let's let's get into it. You know, we we, we both have read the book called um, Anti Fragile, uh, and it's a it's a good book, right? Nassim Taleb is a a great philosopher, d- despite his like not living his his philosophy out in real life, right? If you want if you want to find something funny. Like go to Twitter over the last six months and he watched him like lose his, you know, shit from all the Bitcoin <laughs> like getting on him. He just I'm like, bro, like you preached, you know, you preached this stuff and you're like not living it. But I guess that's that's human. Right. We all are we're a living contradictory. Right. But um, but so a- anti-fragile for those who don't know, right? A lot of people, a lot of people, when they think of like, you know, what's the opposite of fragile, right? They'll say something like, I don't know, tough you know, hard, whatever. And actually it's like anti-fragile. So fragile means if it's harmed, uh, then it breaks. So anti-fragile is the reverse. If it's harmed, then then it's better, right? And so building your financial life in an anti-fragile way uh, takes a lot of strategy, a lot of tools, a lot of planning, and a lot of instruments. You know, I have lots of investment ways to build your portfolio in an anti-fragile way. But today we're going to talk about using life insurance to to, to make your plan uh, anti-fragile. So, so John, you got a couple of ideas for us today? Yeah. I mean, I, I think just in general, um, you know, I think p- people are typically not prepared as they, or for all things, are not prepared as they should be, as much as they should be. Um, you know, and I think um, one of the examples that had come up recently was that somebody's parents, um, they, the mom ended up going into a long-term care facility and they ended up spending down a lot of the assets that they had saved for retirement. And so, um, mom passed away and dad's still living. Um, now mind you, if dad only lives a few years, that won't really matter. But if dad lives 20, 30 more years, then it's going to be a big problem. So one example that I try to talk to folks about a lot is that, you know, having life insurance in place on both of you is important to refill the bucket. So, you know, whether that's uh, from an illness or whether that's just because you didn't save, um, you know, quite enough or if inflation gets out of control and wild here in the next <laughs> 10, 20, 30 years, which I imagine people are afraid of. Um, 
yeah, I mean, life insurance refills that bucket. I think a lot of times people feel like, um, you know, well, if I have my house paid off or if I have no debt or, you know, we've, we've planned accordingly, we only need a $10,000 policy to pay for final expenses. And, and that's, you know, that could be true. But um, I can tell you from my death claims that I've never had anybody that had too much money when they passed away. <laughs> you know, um, typically speaking, it does help refill that bucket or it just adds more cushion and uh, more peace of mind and security. And, you know, I think a lot of times people forget that, um, you know, passing away and, and leaving money to somebody is um, beneficial. It sounds good. But I think what's more important is when somebody's going through something that's drawn out and then both spouses have to deal with that. So for example, if mom's going through something, she's in a long-term care facility and it's not a cognitive issue, you know, she has the stress of watching the assets getting eaten up and, and spent down um, before she passes. So it's this drawn out. And the, the example I've heard is like, you know, running out of gas. They say running out of gas is not the worst part. It's the 30 miles that, you know, you can't find a gas station and you're, you're running out of gas and everybody's stressed out and, you know, yelling at dad because he didn't get gas 20 miles, but whatever, you know. Mm, and so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times, um, you know, people don't fully think it through as far as the process leading up to someone passing away um, is often very stressful, not only from an emotional standpoint, but from a financial standpoint. And so life insurance is that safety net, you know, it's that knowing that, hey, once, once uh, this person moves on and passes away, that that bucket will be refilled and, and, you know, the, the safety net is reinforced, I guess you should say. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great analogy, right? I think, I think it's, I think when I think about the people who are well to do financially and even like the best money managers, people who are good with money in general, right? A lot of people think they're amazing. They're like really good risk takers, but in reality, like they're the best risk managers. Like when, like when I invest, I like to use the phrase, you know, plan like a pessimist, but execute, you know, like an optimist, right? Meaning, mm-hmm. like I try to think of like, what's the worst case? Because a lot of people don't want to go to the worst case that they, they want to hope and pray it doesn't happen. But I'm like, but, you know, I'm like, you can't control that, you know? So let's actually think about what's the worst thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. And then build contingencies to make sure that if that happens, you minimize your risk, right? And then... And then you can layer like risk on top of that. That's how I think about life insurance, right? It's like, mm-hmm. hey, like if you look at the math, you know, especially if you're married, right? Both of us are just not going to, you know, not going to make it to 90, 95. I mean, I hope there's mm-hmm. there's instances that we, you know, that we see, but those are like far and few between, right? Right. So like, hey, like I can't control death, but I can control like if my family is going to be okay, like whenever I die, right? And so mm-hmm. I, I like that idea. Yeah, for sure. And and I mean, the reality is, is that even if it's infrequent, whenever somebody passes away prematurely, you know, and it's 50 or 60, you know, that, that's when it really makes a, a big difference. And not only does the return on the money you put into life insurance a lot better, but uh, it helps a lot more. You know, if it happens earlier, you haven't had enough time to put money into your retirement account and you haven't had enough time to complete your plan. Um, you know, obviously it's even more beneficial. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, I, I appreciate uh, the idea. Let everybody know if they, uh, you know, want a no cost, no obligation insurance review or look at some some quotes. What's the best way to reach you? 
Yeah. Uh, office line is 817-618-3369. My email is John, my first name, J-O-N, at A-X-I-S-F-I-N.com, AxisFin. There's a website, AxisFin.com. Um, you can get a hold of me either way. All right. Enjoy your week and hope the allergies move away for both of us. Bear both of us, right? Hey, thanks again, Philip. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.